welcome into the program from KXAN and the Longhorn Radio Network, Roger Wallace. Roger, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? Well, I'm on I-35, so you never know. Yeah. So, are, are we proceeding, or is it a parking lot? That's the you know that's we're all we're all dying to know. I can read the license plate in front of me. Stopped. Clear as day. We are in a parking lot. <laughs> I kind of thought you'd be at the ballpark by now, but I understand Well, why. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> <laughs> as we talked this morning, Rogers, never a dull moment on the 40 acres, is it? No, it sure isn't. And, and, Tom, I was talking to people that have been here longer than me, and that's a long time. And you got to go a long time to see a guy, a coach, leaving uh, for another job on their own, uh, especially in one of the major sports. It just doesn't happen. With uh, Shaka Smart, I guess it just became uh, official from Marquette that he's the new basketball coach. So, and that's what uh, we were curious. I mean, it, it was uh, the, it started flying this morning, and in uh, in finally this afternoon, it is a done deal. Uh, were, okay, just were you surprised? Let's just start there. Uh, no, and I thought that was a great spot for him. Um, it just it hasn't worked, you know, and I, I really like. Shaka, he's great to work with, uh, but for some reason uh, what he did at VCU didn't translate. A lot of the, the theories are that, you know, he couldn't recruit big men there like here, so he had to play, you know, that havoc. And it's hard to ask uh, one-and-done guys maybe that are seven feet tall to, to play havoc. So whether he didn't adjust correctly or what, and then obviously Saturday night took all the goodwill of, of what they did this season, you know, Right out of the window, Roger. We we've talked on on many occasion about this it, with with Shaka's team and with the talent pool there this year. They had a they had a basketball team that could beat anybody in the country, but they also had a basketball team that could lose to anybody in the country. They were the most from an outsider standpoint. They were the one of the most interesting teams to watch because you didn't know what you were getting from night to night. Yeah, and I think most people will point to uh, offensively. Um, it would be you'd be hard pressed to to really pinpoint the offensive system. So therefore, it comes down to you know make or miss league shots. Uh, they were good defensively, uh, but you know they had too many nights. And this year was a little different, Tom. They didn't really have a bad loss on their schedule until the tournament. Um, so, but nevertheless. They had too many of those moments where they'd go four minutes without making a basket, and you look at what they had on the floor and just, just scratch your head. So I know there's a lot of smoke out there right now about Chris Beard, and he seems to be the number one guy. Is, is that legitimately the case, or do you think they go and take a look at somebody like Grant McCaslin or uh, Kelvin Sampson? Um, I, I'd be surprised at either of those two names, um, but I think they take a look. <laughs> You'll see – You'll see John Calipari's name thrown around because uh, just because, you know, Texas and, and therefore the perception is they can throw money at anybody. Um, I think one of the off the radar but local names will be Royal Ivy, former Longhorn players, never been a head coach. He's with the Nets right now. Um, and then obviously Beard. I, I think it's Beard and everybody else right now. Roger, you're you're close to the program, obviously, for obvious reasons. What do they need? Describe the guy that needs to be uh, in Austin coaching this basketball team and turning this program. It's funny, Tom. Six years ago, the guy was Shaka Smart or, at the time, Greg Marshall at Wichita State. 
obviously things went south for him uh, last year. But those were the two names that were out there that everybody wanted. And Shaka Smart came to Texas, and I think people thought, my goodness, if he could do what he did at VCU and now come to Texas where you can recruit a different level athlete, uh, you have a different level of resources, then it's can't miss, and it was a miss. So, I mean, Chris Beard likes, makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. The problem is Chris Beard can win a national championship at Texas Tech and be one of the top five paid coaches in the country and not have a lot of the stuff that he, had, he would have at Texas. And that's what everyone always talks about is, you know, there's a lot of people casting shadows, even though basketball doesn't carry the weight of football still. Everybody's got a, a strong opinion. And so, you know, you, you kind of it's kind of a tug of war with Beard. Why would you, Why would you want to put yourself through that potentially when you can win at Tech? Roger, we appreciate it. We know you're busy. We know you're trying to get to the ballpark. You got uh, Big 12 baseball coming up. <laughs> Enjoy your drive down I-35 to downtown Austin and, and the campus. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. See you later. That's Roger Wallace.